Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. Today is a Friday, Friday night, uh, December 11th, two weeks before Christmas, if I have it right, Rach? Uh, yeah, so yeah, you're totally right. This is Gamer's Health. <laughs> and uh, much like I, I always say that when Mike and I, Bad Mike and I, do talk and quit on Wednesdays, that it's a bit <coughs> uh, a hex crawl or a sandbox that we don't really. We, Rach and I, we we discuss this briefly before we hop into the podcast about what we want to touch on, but we don't have lists. We don't have like in like a checklist of what we want to talk about. We talk about what is relevant to us, and we hope that you can pull some nuggets out of that. Now, uh, it's going to be a hodgepodge. I'm going to warn you ahead of time. We are two weeks before Christmas, right? L- literally two weeks before Christmas. And uh, here's the thing, folks. Uh, self-help is... You can't help others until you help yourself. All right? I mean, if you put your own health or your own well-being, well-being uh, second, you, in, in the end, you won't be able to put others first. Because you're gonna fail. So it's just it, it's not talking about human nature. That's just the way life is. So um, we've mentioned this before. I'm gonna mention this again. Uh, and for those of you who have met Rach in person, you might have no fucking clue. But uh, Rach, you just might think I'm aloof. <laughs> yes, Rach is legally blind. <laughs> I had a professor who was like, oh, I just thought you were aloof. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't make eye contact. Well, that's because. Um, so the great thing about advancements that have been going on, and this has started, the Amazon Kindle, when we were dating, <clears throat> my first significant gift to Rach, that first birthday of hers, was an Amazon Kindle. Because, because you could make uh, books larger in print. Yeah, the font you could you could make yeah. the, you can embiggen that font to mm-hmm. to to quote a certain president. Uh, you can make it bigly, bigly, you can make <laughs> it bigly. But the thing is, and was it romantic? Eh, it was certainly practical, and and maybe it was romantic in a you're thinking about me in a very loving yet practical way. Yes, but I've continued that now. I still have it. There, there have been some advancements when it comes to tech. Uh, so, one thing I've gotten rates this season is the iPad Air, the new iPad Air, which is I think a ten point nine inch screen, mm-hmm. very high definition, very readable, uh, and very lightweight. So it's great because it allows rates to, especially net now, she's doing her yoga training. She has a lot of her books in Kindle format, and she's reading them on her iPad Air. And I love the fact that they're digital because this way, you know, you don't necessarily have to look for books in large print. You could just get them digitally and give them large print yourself. Or, you know, some of them you can listen to. Uh, but what's nice, like, you know, I'm able to highlight in, in these books and, you know, also, I don't have to strain my eyes and take out magnifiers and struggle, uh, which, you know, doing these things, you know, makes your eyes slower. So, um, yeah, like by having things 
digitally, it's so much easier and so much more freedom about being able to do things like reading and yeah. enjoying it. Right. So <clears throat> when we were, again, when we were dating, uh, Rach got my hand-me-down iPhone three mm -hmm. G. I think it was back then. Yeah, that's exactly. What when I got the three GS, uh, now they're up to an iPhone twelve, and mm -hmm. uh, Rachel's iPhone twelve Pro Max arrived today, and it's night and day. I it's think pretty big. It's pretty big, but it's also a clear screen. Like but a sharp. it's very clear. Um, I don't have to hold a lot of it up to my eye. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's a very, very nice thing. So, as if you can, there's been a theme this Christmas or this holiday season. Uh, our Black Friday weekend purchase was a 65-inch Sony Bravia <laughs> TV. So, um, so, I, so that Eric doesn't have to read the uh, subtitles to me anymore. He still does out of habit, <laughs> which is wonderful. I always say thank you. Because if if I would want it done for me, yeah. all right. And let's, and I'll be honest with you, I have my own uh, physical. Uh, I don't know. I go so far as call it a handicap, but well, maybe it is a handicap. Limitations. I have trouble bending and reaching down. It's my sciatica. So if I drop something, like if I'm preparing food and I drop something in front of the sink, and I'm just like, and I'm already in my mind thinking the process of what I'm going to have to go through to pick this up. Rachel's like, oh, wait, I got it. She'll get it from the from my viewing room where we watch TV and come over and, and pick it up for me. That's what you do when you know somebody has limitations. Okay? And yes. Is it a fair expectation to have you been there? I don't know. You know, I don't think so, given your um, the situation with your back and you know all that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, if you know somebody's limitations uh, that is in your circles, you know, I understand. Some people are proud. Some people are like, oh no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll I. I get it. You know your people better than I do. But if they're willing to accept assistance, give it freely and without judgment. And that's and that's the whole thing too. I don't like read subtitles for H and go because I needed to. No, I just do it now because it's a habit. Mm -hmm. Because I was trying to make TV viewing or movie viewing. I'm sure people in the theater love this, but didn't make them <laughs> oh, anyway. We have been there, you know. But uh, <laughs> it it. It's what you do for the people that you care about. Friends, family, you know, it doesn't make a difference. If you care about them, you will assist them. And in the return, you too sh should be able to accept assistance when you need it. So that that's, that's part of the hex crawl there. Um, now we're going to take a little, uh, little sidetrack, a short one. Uh, COVID is, is spiking in New York State and New York City. So as of Monday, which would be, what, the 18th, I guess? As of Monday, indoor seating, indoor eating at bars, pubs, and restaurants is verboten. And if you don't know what verboten is, it's German for, you ain't fucking doing it. Um, and it's going to be really rough on... Uh, restaurants and bars in New York City. Because thing is with bars, um, 
you can't uh, obviously go to a bar to invest basically to be able to stay open yeah. you know uh all season you know all you know since since march or you know they've had to invest a lot of money like once they did reopen to be able to have these outdoor spaces because that was never allowed in the way that it is right now right so and our local pub has installed yeah. like space like, like like heaters and i don't think too many people are eating outside we're gonna have to go down uh, probably show our support. Right. We'll point. probably go down next Wednesday when Rachel's off from work and we'll we'll show our faces uh, and eat outdoors. Um again, I am most assuredly high risk. Uh Rachel's high risk. Uh but I, I don't believe that outdoor eating has shown uh, although I guess if you're in California that might be different since they've shut down uh, outdoor eating in LA unless of course you're in the movie industry, but that's a whole other a whole other shit show. A whole other that shit we show. Don't need to go into <laughs> no, but um, listen, I I will say this. Uh, Rach and I have done a lot of, a lot of Uber Eats and uh, other delivery services. Support your local restaurants. And this is a time where, when 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 the world reaches a level where it goes back to semi normality. And you want to have a restaurant and you can sit down and eat in, they got to survive this shit. Even if we don't feel safe to go and sit outside, right. be around other people, you know. You can have food delivered. We can do a takeaway or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, so support them. You know, I, it, it, believe me, it means a lot. Now, we're talking about food. And um, so I, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, Home Chef, it's one of those the multitude multitude of food delivery services where you actually prepare the food. They give you all the ingredients. You got to prep, and I've been doing this now for a couple of months. Yeah, and I've gotten to the point where I'm actually uh, pretty good at hacking meals together. So I, I believe we've mentioned this in the past. It's a two family home we live in with my parents downstairs, uh, Rich and I upstairs. And you know, a couple times a week, we all eat together. But my father had a doctor's appointment yesterday, and my mother wasn't going to be cooking. And I was like, you want me to cook? And I'll be honest with you, I've got a freezer full of of, of meat that I have to get through, and I got some Brussels sprouts uh, delivered. Uh, another service I use is Imperfect Foods, where you kind of get uh, some, some decent food. So in this case, I, I got some really, really large Brussels sprouts. I mean, these things are the size of, Small cabbages. They were like small cabbages, <laughs> but they were cheaper than buying regular Brussels sprouts. And uh, I was like, "Listen, I and I hate Brussels sprouts prior boiled." Yeah, I've learned how you can make them really nice. And I was like, "I'll make." You gotta roast the humpers. Well, I was like, "I'll make I'll Eat make Brussels spices. sprouts and and corn, and I'll make some chicken." And tell my mother, you know, don't cook. I'll cook for the four of us. So, real quick, here's the hacked recipe that I put together. All right. Now, cook times is going to depend upon. Yeah, this was quite good improv. Yes. <laughs> so, what I did was I took four chicken breasts, boneless, and um, I breaded them. I used a little half and half as the wash. I had some four seeds breadcrumbs. Now, I know there are people out there going, uh, Tenkar, you're a diabetic. You have to watch your carbs. Yeah, you do. But you know what? This thing wasn't, they weren't swimming in, in, in breadcrumbs. It wasn't wasn't super heavy on it. And I was going to actually use some uh, low-carb breadcrumbs that I have. 
but I wound up doing that. So I, I did that, and I pan-fried the chicken. Now, why do you pan-fry it? Same reason why you pan-fry pork chops. And then maybe put it into the oven afterwards to finish it, because it seals in the juices. I never believed in it until I started doing it according to these recipes, and oh, shit, it fucking works. So uh, I probably used about mm, three tablespoons of olive oil, more than they usually call for, but I like using olive oil, uh, and I don't mind a little extra, especially when you're pan-frying. Mm. We used our foodie uh, oven, our little like ninja. toaster. Uh, sorry, yeah, ninja foodie. Ninja foodie, yeah, yeah. Um, and I took the Brussels sprouts. I, I sliced them all at least in the half, sometimes in fourths. I peeled two very large carrots and cut them mm, into discs, probably about, I don't know, a third of an inch, maybe half an inch thick. Um, put them on the tray. Before I put them on the tray, I laid out a little tin foil to make clean up easier later. Sprayed it down with olive oil. That's what I use for a cooking spray. You can find I find mine on Amazon. I think it's Amazon Fresh has it. Uh, I sprayed the trays down, put the uh, veggies in, uh, on top, sprayed them down lightly with olive oil because all these recipes always say toss with olive oil. Well, why toss if I can just give it a little spray? And then I have uh, some garlic lover's seasoning, and I put that on both. Put it in at, at, at 400, roasted everything for about 15 minutes. Pan fry the chicken. I did about six minutes per side. Then uh, went to the oven, pulled out the veggies, took out the uh, Brussels sprouts, and they, and they were nice. They were nice and tender. Mm -hmm. Put in the chicken. Put everything back in for about 10, 12 minutes. So the carrots are cooking, continuing to cook. Uh, now, here was the kicker. This is where the improv really took place. Uh, Rach and I, on Wednesday, had gone to the drive-thru at Wendy's, and we asked for salads. I get this avocado uh, chicken salad, you know, and Rach wanted the Caesar. Well, my salad... Came with one Southwestern dressing and one cranberry vinaigrette. And I was pissed. But you know what? I took that pan that I had made the, uh, I, I had fried the chicken in. I put the vinaigrette in the pan. I didn't even clean it. So I still had breadcrumbs in it and everything. Um, and then I took half and half, probably about a quarter of a cup, into the hot pan. So everything strained and I mixed it in and I let it cook down a little bit. Let it thicken just a little bit. And I topped my chicken when it came out with that cranberry vinaigrette sauce. And you're probably not going to get cranberry vinaigrette in most places. You could probably use a raspberry vinaigrette. I think it would be awesome. But you know what? The chicken, the chicken was really good. I mean, it was all really good. Yeah, the, chicken was, the chicken was really good and really, really moist. And mm -hmm. And just like fell apart in your fork, but that that pop from that sauce was, was spot on. So don't be afraid to experiment. Honest to God. I mean, keep on top of what you're doing, but you can mix flavors. Uh, I and you know what? I I tasted it with a little bit of extra chicken that I had cooked up. There was some scrap chicken that I had breaded. And put in, and I and I tested my. If the sauce was with tasted like crap, I wasn't going to use it. No harm, no foul. Nobody would have known that it was missing. I was like, oh my 
God, this is good. Um, improvise. Now, that did not spike my blood sugar. I was very happy to see that. At least no more than a regular, a regular meal. Regular meal would. Mm -hmm. Not like me, oh, I don't know, eating Chinese food, even brown rice. That's oh, especially brown rice. Brown rice is supposed to be uh, lower, lower glycemic than white rice, but well, just imagine what white rice. Was oh done. God, white rice probably would have put me in diabetic shock. But uh, so this morning, uh, right before seven o'clock, I hear an alarm I never heard before. But right away, I knew what it was, and. I think I mentioned this last week. I am wearing the Freestyle Libra 2 uh, monitoring, blood glucose monitoring system, whatever it is. You wear like a patch. Not like you're quitting smoking or anything like that, but you're wearing a patch in your arm for two weeks, then you change it. It's a patch with a little, uh, little uh, electrode with a needle yeah. inside? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm trying to describe it for folks. So the alarm says... On TV a lot. I'm sure they saw it. I, I I grabbed my read my reader and went oh shit says low glucose, so I do a read and it's seventy and I don't think I've ever read my blood sugar to me at seventy and that's mm -hmm. low for me now of course uh, smart me, uh, I know I have apple juice and oh I, I have tons of juice on the table I just realized there it, are yeah. tons of juice on the table there we have apple juice packets in the pantry yeah so for this purpose right so what did I do <laughs> I had an um, I, I had a I had a Mountain Dew kickstart in the refrigerator and I chugged that sucker down because, you know, you need caffeine at 7 o'clock in the morning when you want to go back to sleep for another hour and a half. Mm -hmm. But uh, I got my blood sugar up to like 115, 120. But if you have a medical condition, address it. Uh, acknowledge it. That's, that's, that's one of the huge things, too. And use the assists, anything that makes it easier. Yes. I mean, I was pricking my finger... Four times a day. I tried to get away with three times a day where I didn't have to take uh, insulin at, at uh, before uh, at bed anymore. I thought there was an excuse not to take it until I said, no, 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 you got to still take your blood sugar four times a day. Um, now I can just, uh, where's my scale? Can you grab that right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can just go, all right, well, you know, let, let me see what my blood sugar is. Grab my scanner, my freestyle Libra too. Wave it over my arm. I don't know if you just heard that. Uh, I'm about to sh let me show this to the mic. My blood sugar right now is 106 milligrams per DL, whatever the hell a DL is. Deciliter. Deciliter. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's that me metric system that throws me off. But uh, I, I just got to, you know, you got to keep on top of it. I know human nature is that you want to take your head and put it in the sand and go, no, 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 I can't hear you. I don't address it. I I don't have an issue. And that's, that goes for anything, whether it's your blood sugar, yeah, whether it's I your weight. Yeah, if I don't acknowledge it, that, uh, then it means I'm fine. Or right. If I just uh, white-knuckle it through, I'm fine. But it's not. No. You can't just walk it off, all right? I, 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 I know... There's that saying, just get up and walk it off. Well, there's certain illnesses you can't. Just a heart failure. Hey, been there. Um, you have to address it. You have to uh, be proactive. Now, I could just say, all right, well, I'm taking all my meds for congestive heart failure, and 
and that's all I need to do. No, I got to lose weight. And right now, I'm kind of stuck around uh, 213. It is what it is. I, I, I don't go below 210. I don't go really above 214. That's my range. But uh, hopefully for the next episode, uh, I, got the, I got the Nintendo Switch coming on Tuesday. Yay! And it has a lot of uh, games that are very physical, and I want to. I know when I had the uh, the Wii, I did a lot of uh, tennis with it, and that did get your heart going. But now they got my Apple Watch, I can actually see what kind of effect it's having. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have not been using the exercise bike as much as I should have, or at all, for the last four or five weeks. Uh, and, and one of the reasons is the medications that I take often. Uh, Give me what we politely say in in the uh, medical field, loose bowels, but which you and I would call the shits. And uh, that makes it very hard to sit on a bicycle seat. Uh, so we need to put the Cadillac seat on. I don't even think that would help, Rich. No. Not not not. There's a big fluffy seat. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I I think I need a bit because I'm still putting 213 pounds on this seat. So, but if I can get myself down a little bit in the weight, my blood sugar gets better. I think once the blood sugar starts, it's gotten much better than it had been. But I think once it gets down to a steady, you're actually halfway normal number, um, my my stomach should start balancing out too. I think it's all interconnected. Mm. I could be wrong. Uh, so, yeah, do we, do we cover everything, Rach? I think we covered everything and then some. Yes, because I happen to talk about the shit. Isn't that great? Man? Mm-hmm. But you know what? That is part of a lot of medications. If you are on, if you have a chronic illness and you have to take a lot of medications, I know I spoke with a friend of the family uh, last weekend, and uh, she is on a new uh, medicine for her, for her diabetes. She's type 1. And it was giving her nausea. So, and, and and by the way, I live with a constant state of nausea. Usually it's background noise level, kind of like what my sciatica is on most days, where as long as you're occupied and doing something, you don't really realize it's there. It's when you're doing nothing that you kind of go, oh, I don't feel so hot. So, um, I gave her some uh, Altoids, and I actually picked up and sent to her directly some Altoids Arctic. I picked these up on... Uh, they are curiously strong and then some. Yes. Uh, I picked them up on Amazon. The Altoids Arctic, uh, by the way, if you're uh, challenged like I am, you're going to realize it doesn't open up like the regular uh, Altoids tin. It opens up from the far end, not from the top. So I kinda, I, I, it confused me for a bit. Um, these are very strong. They're also a little bit cooling, and I find that they, they steady my stomach uh, better than the regular Altoids did. So I find that mint are very helpful if you are taking a medication that gives you, dare I say, chronic nausea or frequent nausea. Um, it takes the edge off. I'm not going to say it's going to make it all go away, but it certainly does help. Yeah, I think we covered a lot of bases on this one. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, by the way, Rach is. Uh, this is another weekend of yoga training for Rach. Oh, and speaking of yoga, you know, we were talking about assists before, like, um, you know, t- technological assists and things like that for us. You know, 
Um, you know, just like in yoga, sometimes like you need props, you need blocks or things that like bring the ground closer to you if you have trouble reaching the floor. You know, um, we we're talking about that kind of stuff and sort of like, oh, sometimes we feel like we're not enough if we have to use those things. Uh, but that's just a bunch of bullshit. That's just like ego stuff. And, you know, part of the, part of the reason why we're doing a lot of this stuff is to like deal with our ego, you know, like to, you know, keep it in check. You know, like that's why we do yoga. That's why we, um, one of the things that gets in the way of our self-care. So, um, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, the, um, our teacher was talking about how, Hey, the floor is always going to be there. You'll get there. It doesn't have to be today. It doesn't have to be now. You know, it, it, um, incrementalism. Yeah. Is where you gotta be. Don't expect to. And shit, if it doesn't, it's yeah. all right too. It's still something that's gonna benefit you. Right. Don't expect to get to jump out of the box and 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 suddenly be uh, outpacing the world. You've got to crawl before you can walk, and you got to walk before you can jog, and you got to jog before you can run. And I'm sure skipping is in there somewhere too, because you can only skip in elementary school schoolyards. Because somehow skipping was safer. I tripped more skipping than anything else. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't even ask. I don't. Th I, I never running was never safe for me. Jogging was <laughs> never safe for me. Oh, was, <laughs> uh, Shit, I, walking has its own troubles. <laughs> yeah, well, we we can go into that in another episode. What yeah. what not to do when you when, when you step in a pothole and uh, break one foot and sprain the other ankle. <laughs> But uh, yeah, don't refuse the help when they ask if you yeah. want to. You're like, I'm good. <laughs> that, that made me be. I'm good. Even though the tears are coming down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a whole. That, that could be an episode. <laughs> no, I wasn't itself. crying then. I kept a stiff upper lip. I just started crying as I was like maybe two blocks huh. out of the five toward home. I, I, I wound up marrying a very stubborn woman, but I, I was concerned that we might get married with Rachel on crutches. Which would have been fine. But we made it past that. Yes, we did. We did. <laughs> uh, I didn't have to go down the aisle in crutches. Folks. I did have to use flats, though. <laughs> Which is good. That's <laughs> a future restriction I imposed. I pulled I, I pulled rank privilege. Or He took out the high heels and said they got to go. They got to <laughs> go. Ain't... Your height is what you are. Folks. Like we mentioned, we're in a world of of the pandemic, of COVID. Use your common sense. We're not medical professionals. We're not going to give you advice beyond use your common sense. The vast majority of the listeners to this podcast are ages 34 to 59. You're old enough to have some fucking common sense. Use it. All right? I'm not going to argue with you. You're an adult. You make your own decisions in life. But please. For the safety of yourself, your loved ones, your family, your friends, your community, use your common sense. Okay? If you're high risk, maybe, like us, you should stay home more often than not. Um, be safe. Be well. God bless. Roll those dice. And uh, for the OSR crowd, OSR Christmas will be kicking off next week. Uh, tentatively, we're going to kick it off on uh, Talking Crit. Next Wednesday, uh, 
I guess that's the 15th. And uh, Ben, Mike, and I are going to give away some shit uh, uh, live on on the live stream. So should be fun. All right, folks. On that note, be safe, be well, God bless, roll those dice. And God willing, I will talk with you all tomorrow. And Rach and I will be back to abuse you more next week. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably be back on Christmas. Well, it might be an earlier episode on Christmas. We might get it out early in the day. Hmm. We got to talk about Christmas safety, Rach. Oh, yeah. So. Well, maybe uh, probably a recap, right? Yeah, well. Day we'll take, and how we did it. We'll take care of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Next week it'll be a oh, here's what we plan to do, and then um, the sure, week after will be um. Rachel's how to go. Rach is rattling her cage right now. Just so you know. All right, folks. Before uh, before anchor kicks us off, we're gonna bow out. Stop rattling your cage, Rachel. I'll let you out a little bit, and uh, I'll talk with you all. Is tomorrow. this like a filing cabinet? It doesn't.